When Pastor West asked me to fill in for him, it, for me, I didn't have a topic at the time, um, and that's unusual for me. <laughs> is, is, as I do my Bible studies and stuff, a topic usually pops up in my head. Um, so I sat that evening, and I, I prayed, and I was doing my music ministry, my music devotions, which I do every night is I will play for an hour, an hour and a half, um, just YouTube videos from different songs, different things. And the song that, the message that kept coming back was the love of God. Just repeatedly. So this is that devotion that night. Boy, I have four music videos that will be seen uh, as we go through it. Uh, and I hope to reveal to you why pursuing the love of God is so important for the Christian and where it comes from and, and all that um, as we do this. So let's uh, bow in prayer and ask for his guidance for this message. Heavenly Father, we stop before you, seek your wisdom. Ask your Holy Spirit to superintend in every heart that the words and the thoughts are made special to every single person in this room. That it strengthen, that it enlighten, and it causes people to action. For pursuing your love is a verb and not something just to be filled with. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your Son, and we pray this in his name. Amen. So the first song I want to start is The Love of God. That is an old hymn, uh, and this is done by Bill and Gloria Gaither's homecoming group, um, and it's just an amazing, amazing song. We'll play it now.
been the whole sermon. But the Bible has more to say about it. In 1 John 4, it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God. And that's a song. I could have chose this song, but I chose the words of God instead. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. By this love of God was manifested in us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. God is love. He gave an action to prove it. He sent his son to unworthy people. Us. Action. Love in action. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him and him in us, because he has given us of his spirit. We have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. We have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. God is love, and the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. And if God is love, and he abides in you, you have love. You didn't have to earn it. 
You just had to do it through Jesus Christ. And he continues in 1 John 4, By this, love is perfected with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment, because as he is, so also are we in this world. As God is, we are in this world. God is love. God lives in us. We are love in this world. We have to perfect it. It's an amazing verse. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment, and the one who fears is not perfected in love. We love because he first loved us. We forget that. We tend to take love and put our biases in those love relationships. God never put a bias in his relationship with us. God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son. And he finishes this section with, if someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And this commandment we have from him, that the one who loves God should love his brother also. It's a strong commandment. And what I hope to show with the rest of the sermon is the action that this means. I want to play a song. It's called How He Loves, and it's a mashup. It's two or three songs into one. And it's done by this group called Renjen, and Renjen Harmony. And it's a young adult group of 13 to 25-year-olds that sing a cappella. And they're amazing for it. And so listen to this song, and it's He Loves Me, the song we all know, with a couple other songs in it as well. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Jesus, how I love Jesus, 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 Jesus,
Depending on which commentary you go to, there's either four or seven types of love in the Bible overall. Agape is the phrase that is used in the section that I quoted to you about love the whole time. Agape love is not brotherly love, phileo. Phileo is that brotherly love that we show to one another um, just to be friendly, just to, to be not rude. Uh, eros is the romantic um, sexual love. Uh, it's love of passion, as, as they call it. Um, that is Solomon's chapter in the Bible when he talks about uh, his love that he has there. Uh, agape love is God's love. It's not about emotions and feelings at all. It is not conventional thinking about romantic love when we think about it. It is love at work when we do this. It's seen in more in what we do than in what we feel. That's why agape is a love of action in everything that we do. In 1 John 3, he said, this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another, just as he commanded us. The one who keeps his commandment abides in him, and he in him, and we know by this that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us. This is God's love in action. He wants us to create that relationship with his son. He has given us free will to do that and not imposed it on us. But he makes it in such a way that the rewards are expanded exponentially. To have that love and to be able to express it and give it to other people in this world helps bring them to this relationship with Jesus Christ. I was told a long time ago that many people will not know Jesus unless they see it in you. You are the only witness and the only item that people will know of Jesus in this world. That's God's love through us to the lost. This type of love that God manifests transcends our biases of human beings, of all our tendencies. It is not blind, okay? But it recognizes 
everybody as a being of God. Everybody was made in his image. And he wants everybody to come to have his relationship with his son. Everybody is worthy of that relationship, and everybody has to choose that relationship. God lays it out. God loves even those we cannot love. It goes beyond us. The unlovable are lovable by God. Because we put emotions and feelings to our actions in love. God doesn't. He loves genuinely, genuinely without restrictions. How many of we said that love comes with strings? Not in God's love. No strings. None. And that's the love that lives within us. And many, many times, we hold off tapping into the source. We need to recognize that we are sinners and need Jesus. That's how we get to the source. We can't wait to clean up and be presentable. We can't be perfect to be there. We can't say, okay, I'll do it next week, God, not this week. God may say your time's up before then. And it's only before a loving God. That's, I think sometimes we think we're before a judgmental God. We're not. We're before a loving God. We need to be contrite and humble. Penitent. When we accept Jesus into our heart. The source of love is God. And the next song that that I done is a praise and harmony song. This is another a cappella group. And they they sing two songs together, Just As I Am and I Come Broken. And it's an amazing, amazing song.
just as I am. You don't need to put on a face in front of God. Once you've done that, you have a total fountain of love welling up in you through the Holy Spirit. It's all yours. All yours. In 1 John 3, 1 and 2a, he says, See how great a love the Father has bestowed on us that we would be called children of God. And such we are. For this reason, the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved now, we are children of God. Parents in here, do you love your children? They can do no wrong, <laughs> even when they do wrong. They, you love them. Grandparents, you love your ch grandchildren probably more than you loved your children. <laughs> Glenda goes, <"Shh." laughs> We can turn the grandchildren back. <laughs> but we do, do and give things to our grandchildren that we never thought we would ever do for our kids. And we let them do things that we never let our kids do. Or, like drive the motorboat. <laughs> it's amazing how that love, which has emotions and feelings attached to it, changes for those that turn their children over to God and say, do as you wish but let me be here and help. The love gets even stronger. Understand that we are children of God, and he loves us. And he expects us to follow his commandments, that this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he commanded us. The one he keeps his commandments abides in him and he in him. We know by this that he abides in us by the spirit whom he has given us. You know, it, 
John just seems to repeat his words about abiding. <laughs> and we tend to forget that God abides in us. We want to keep God up in heaven. We want to keep God arm's length away and let us go about our life. But he abides in us if you believe in Jesus Christ. And that abiding means we are a child of God. And what does that mean? It means to love God. First, Remember as I just said, read, keep his commandment. And this first commandment is to love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. So we're to love God. What does that mean? Honor the commandments. Right? To love God, we honor the commandments. It means be faithful. No other God before him. Be faithful. Express your faith. Does your stranger know that you're a Christian? He doesn't want us to hide it. The song says, hide it under a bushel. No. Okay. Let it be shown. Understand your purpose in life. People, and I found this interesting because this week, one of the devotionals I was doing was a little section within it that said, what is purpose in life? And he expressed it as to be a reflector. That I'm a reflector of God's love. But the Bible says our purpose in life is to bring honor and glory to God. When everybody says, what's the will of God? The will of God is for us to bring him honor and glory. Do we do that in everything that we do? Do we set up in the morning and say, Lord, let me bring honor and glory to you today? When we go to bed at night, Lord, hopefully I was a faithful servant and brought you honor and glory today. If I haven't, I repent of my shortcomings. That's what he asks of us. Purpose in life is to express his love by honoring his commandments. And then to love your neighbor as yourself. And Christ says that is as important after you love God. He says, I summarize all of the commandments in love your God as yourself, or love, love your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and all your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. That's how he summarized it. And to love your neighbor means to reach out beyond yourself. And when I reach out beyond myself, it means I reach into an uncomfortable area. I don't like getting to know a lot of people. I'm an introvert. Yeah, <laughs> I'm much more comfortable sitting in a restaurant or sitting in a library or sitting in a public park and watching people than to interact with them. Glenda can agree. <laughs> Boy, okay. Betty and I can drive for hours and not talk to each other on trips. 
We're both introverts. <laughs> so we're each other's best friend and don't have a lot of other big groups around us. So for me to reach out to people I don't know or to, to participate in group activities, that's reaching out and uncomfortable for me. But God's love says, do it. You've got to reach out beyond yourself. And there's a strong admonition in the Bible that says, if, you with, if it's within your means and you withhold, then it's sin. That has struck Betty and I hard. I can't withhold because of that. If it's within my means and I deliberately withhold, then it is sin. Love doesn't do it. Seek opportunities to practice love. Remember, it lives within you. You need to practice it. Seek those opportunities to practice love. You know, I, I was the recipient of someone this week. I went to a Dunkin' Donuts. I got my coffee roll and my orange juice. I went to pay for it, and the guy says, the car in front of you paid for it. We waved to each other and went on. Start doing that more often. I was the recipient, so what does that mean? I pay it forward. Betty and I have done that in restaurants. We've seen a couple struggling with kids. We tell the waitress we'll pay their bill, don't let them know, and we walk out. But you pay it forward. Practice, practice, practice. It becomes easier. And remember, you can never outgive God. His love is immeasurable. Thank God for the gift or gifts in how love can be expressed. You all have gifts. Okay? Even when people say, I don't have a gift. Right, Sue Ann? <laughs> Sue Ann keeps telling me, um, all the years we've been going here, over 20, almost 20 years now, is saying that she doesn't have spiritual gifts. God raises up the spiritual gift in you when it is needed. It is not yours to decide if you have it or not. <laughs> God uses you and you need to acknowledge that he uses you to express his love. His love is immeasurable. It would take all the ink of all the oceans to fill it and still wouldn't be enough. So who is an example of someone who loves as God commanded? And this is audience participation time. <laughs> Unusual <laughs> for a sermon. <laughs> so 
Who are some people that you know and would put up there as a model of Christian love? Mother Teresa. Okay. Who? I can't hear. Preschool teachers. Okay. And I think other teachers would say any teacher. <laughs> so, but preschool teachers. Okay. Who else? People that bring you for a ride. Yeah? <laughs> okay. Okay. For, for visitors today, someone just named Esther. Esther sits right here in the middle. Esther is, is one of the uh, co-founders of this church <laughs> overall um, and, and, a, and a bulwark. Who else? Okay. Nancy's another long-term member of the church. For it. So, uh, the first one that came to mind when I put this up there was Billy Graham. Through, you know, he was a representative of us out there in all his, his uh, evangelism that he did and all his big crusades. And I can remember early on in my Christian walk, I had trouble watching him just because that was not my style. But as I learned who he was, and I've gotten into some of his publications and some of his other things, um, he was action in our world because God lived in him. He was an expression of God's love. He really is. Um, the, and when I think of who is an example of someone whose love as God commanded, I think of some brand new Christians that I've encountered in my life, and their exuberance and stuff. They, it isn't until they become scales come on their eyes as they develop more and more in Christian because of what other Christians tell them. But when they first become Christians, that love can, cannot be stopped. They just express it and express it and express it. And, and so I've had several of those in my life that just talk about being a newborn Christian. And when I was, was doing this, we are to express the God, love of God unabashedly. And that was a word, I struggled over that word for a long time, unabashedly. And this group of singers, the Barrett singers, just did it for me in expressing that love. So, uh, 
so good. He loves me. For the last 45 minutes, I let you in on how I do some of my devotionals through music. I could sit for hours and listen to the um, harmony sings, the praise and harmony group. I love that a cappella. Renjen is off of them now as well. And then the Gaither Homecoming is still on cable TV. Eight o'clock every night they are on and stuff. And, uh, so it's a, it's a neat, neat way to get to know God. And this is the way I wanted to express to you the love of God is through what we have already out there. His word tell, says that we are children of God. We are loved by God. We are filled with his love. Therefore, we are to follow his commandments and to love our neighbor as ourselves. That's pursuing the love of God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are, the God of love, the God of mercy, the God of grace, the omniscient God, the ever-present God, the God we are made in the image of, the fully perfect God, our King, our Savior, our friend, our Redeemer. Father, thank you in Christ's name. You're dismissed.